It is the Chicagoverse Unlimited podcast, featuring interviews with the premier artists and industry in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast at DynastyPodcast.com. This week, an interview with Billy Jesus, Brian, and Stefan of Audiences. Here's how that sounds. I'm a black here at Music Garage in Chicago, and I'm here with the members of audience, um, Billy, Brian, and Stefan. How are you guys doing today? Good. Doing real good. Yeah. yeah really good. Thanks for asking. Uh, you know, the last time I uh, chatted with you guys was at the Metro, which was, I think, last year? Was that last year? Yeah. Last year in October. Yeah. So about a year ago, and it was for the EP release that you guys had, and yep. now... We're here just about one year later, and, and we've got the album dropping, right? Yep, and it's with one of the other bands that we did the EP release with, so it's kind of cool that we're doing it with them again. Yeah, and that's Carbon Tigers, that's right? right? That's right. So, and, and you guys did also the release last year with uh, Hemingbirds, who really nothing to do with this conversation, but yeah. I just think tremendous band. Yeah, just, no, just yeah. came out with a new, uh, a new uh, video. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and I've, I've actually listened to that, that record a few times. Yeah. It's great, yeah, yeah. But you guys have a new record, and that's what we're here to talk about, even though Carbon Tigers and Hemingbirds are really great. New record, it's called Rome, correct? That is right, Rome. And, and it's not like sublime with Rome. It's as in like, to roam the landscape. Yes. Not when yeah. in Rome, but to roam the land, yes. Not when in sublime with Rome, yes. <laughs> um, so this record, man, I don't even have like specific questions. I've just been listening to it, and it is such a great, like, emotionally rich album it's such a great listening experience it's a headphone record it's big it's spacious you know and i'm not just like trying to throw out compliments to you guys but listening to this in in this day and age um which is such a trite way to phrase that but really like we're in kind of a period where albums are sort of passe long form listening is sort of on the decline and to make a record like this that really asks so much of the listener like, was there any trepidation in, in kind of approaching this kind of recording and listening experience? Uh, I don't think that we would... I don't think that we're going to change how people listen to music. I don't think that we're going to revert anyone's ideals about um, long-format listening or, um, you know, the concept of listening to an entire album. I think that there's a lot of benefits if you do, at least for this particular album and for Rome. Um, I think that you'll get a bigger experience out of it. Um, because I think it's meant to be a, a sort of a bigger experience, and it is an emotional journey. Yeah, and I mean, listening to this, like, the, let, let's talk about kind of the production that's employed, because it's got this great, very big, very spacious, kind of like, like, this is such a lazy description, XRT-esque kind of production, and I mean that in, like, the highest compliment. It sounds so professionally done. Like, what was kind of, what went into the, the recording and production side of this to really like kind of yield this end result. Well, as a matter of fact, you said XRT. The gentleman who helped produce the album with us and recorded an engineer and mix, Rick Fritz, he used to do sound for XRT. He's done stuff with, you know, old acts that have had that traditional album sound. So he kind of pushed us in that way to do it that way because we how we were going to record it and stuff. But a lot of people are familiar with who. Rick is at least from his work with Audio Tree because he's the guy. He's the he's the man behind all the sessions okay. there. Yeah. Um, when we did our session at Audio Tree, I think when we got that when we got that footage back, and that sound was just exactly where we wanted to be, um, and it sounded exactly like what we wanted it to sound like, and sort of like what we had heard it as this whole time. So right. 
we left there and we didn't know if they would allow us to come back there to record because that's not something they typically would do. But um, we sort of sat on that idea for a little bit and when it came time to having enough tracks to, to go for this, we, we called them and reached out to them and um, you know, they sort of had open arms about doing that this way. And uh, so we, we sort of picked the studio and we picked the guy we wanted to work with and ultimately it gave us exactly the sound we're going for. We did that thing in one crazy weekend. Um, you know, it was, it's all done live. There's nothing there that's fake. There's no gimmick about it. Um, you know, the reverb on the vocals that you're hearing is the reverb that I had piping through my headphones. All those vocal takes are done live. Yeah. Um, everything there happened. You know, there's, there's nothing, there's no production behind it. And I think there's no Oz. There's yeah. no like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, and, and so when you have an album like this, you know, like we were talking before the mics were on, um, about Chance the Rapper and about how Chance has been able to have this kind of like meteoric rise thus far without the use of a label. And when I'm listening to this record, I'm thinking, you know, when I'm listening to Rome, I'm thinking 10 or 15 years ago to get a sound like this, to have a record that sounds this professionally done and this rich of a listening experience, you would have had to have a a label backing you or it would have cost, you know, $70,000 or like something like this. You know, kind of what, I know you described kind of how you started working with him, but like, what was it like as an experience being an independent, you know, up and coming act in Chicago and being able to produce this high quality of a of an end product? You definitely couldn't have done it without all of the fans that we have. They've they've helped Literally us this way by the fans, basically. I mean, that's 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 the secret. I mean, every show that's ever been played by us that our fans came, that money went towards the record. We want that to be the way that we make. That we make, I'm sorry, the music, not the music, but the music. <laughs> money should be the way we make money. You know, we want, we, as our name implies, we want the, you know, the audience to be included, but yeah. just so happened our first debut, we were able to make that experience that we wanted. Billy's talking about. It, it encapsulates it because it's like a raw experience, you know, to that live performance sound, but still professional, you know, and it, and it it's kind of a nice full circle way to bring it, you know. Yeah. No, and, and when you say that the audience was able to help make this happen for you guys, you're talking about, essentially it sounds like crowdsourcing, but you're not speaking about it in the sense of like, straight up like a Kickstarter. Like you guys didn't use didn't, Kickstarter for this. Yeah, we didn't fund this. We didn't, we didn't do Kickstarter. We didn't do anything like that. I think that we set, I mean, you know, just through extensive shows here in Chicago and um, the bits of pieces of merch that we sold, you know, doing the last record and... Um, sort of all that stuff in between is what went towards funding this, which was just kind of amazing to us. I think that the quote that we got was much larger than what we um, what we could have afforded. And when uh, when it came down to how many hours we ended up needing and using and what we felt really good with this, it was, it was much less time than what was originally quoted. And, and somehow it worked out to be funded entirely by what we had in our band fund, which was just a miracle in and of itself. It was really, really unique. Um, and it, you know, put deep smiles on all of our faces. We can see that done that that way without, you know, some massive campaign behind it and trying to hound people left and right for this or that. Because I think that it's good that people can do that, but I don't, I don't know. It's not really the approach that I prefer to take. Yeah, I, I know that there's some artists who, yeah, their attitude is kind of like, look, if you, if that's what you've got to do, do it. We're not comfortable in that space, you know. Well, we were lucky enough to have had the chance to play so many shows in Chicago, you know, that we were able to build a fan base that would keep supporting us and supporting us without 
having a physical object other than like the EP, you know, a right. few songs, but to keep coming to the shows and keep supporting us that we could, you know, eventually lead to the point where we are now and have physical and digital, I suppose. But, yeah. you know, something to take home with them, basically. The album is free off of our band camp. So if you been to one of our shows, you can get that album. Yeah. Got it on iTunes. You can stream it on Spotify. Um, I was listening to it in audio in my car. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's everywhere you need it to be. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Audiences were everywhere you need us to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, a yeah. T-shirt. That's a T-shirt for sure. Don't have to roam too far. Oh, dad jokes. Yeah. Um, no, man, I, I like it, and like I said, like it is such a emotionally rich listening experience it really is um you know how do you kind of like convey that to an audience that is used to you know having music open in one tab and then they're literally probably playing netflix and another over the music you know what i mean like music has become i think so you know it's really lost a lot of its prominence i think all of us would remember like you know growing up and you would put on a cd or a vinyl or, or whatever and that was what you focused on you're like oh i have a new record or a new cd this is my afternoon. And now you're just like, oh, there's a new song from whoever. And then you start reading something on Huffington Post, and then you walk away to go tweet some, you know, like something on your phone. And it's, you know, I mean, has music really, do you see that? Has it kind of like lost its prominence, you know, in people's, you know, its priority? I mean, I'm sure people are going to download, you know, the songs that they like off of our album if they listen to part of them or whatever. You know, people are going to do what they want and interact with the internet. But I think, like, with Spotify and everything, that, there's so much available at all times, it's hard to focus just on one thing at a time. When you have, you know, different Spotify radios tend to already, you could just cycle through any song, you know, with, not in relation to the rest of the album. And I think that's why vinyl's coming back in a way, because it allows you to just put on the record, focus on that, not do much else. We wanted it to be one whole thing. Recorded it that way, we wanted it to be that way. But our listeners can take away from it anyway. You know, we want the music's there. You know, it's for everybody. So we just want to. They want to experience. They want yeah. to. I mean, yeah. it's it's it's, and we're just happy that we're doing it. It's hell. Yeah. It's so fun. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's a fun experience. You know, I mean, we're, we're just you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't, again, I don't think we're gonna change the way that people listen to music. I don't think that. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think that that's a possibility, and I don't know that they'll be emotionally driven by um, sort of the emotion that comes out of my voice when I'm singing on this on this record or anything like that. But maybe maybe their ears will perk up a little bit. Maybe they'll go back to that tab that we're listening to, and and that would make my day. That, that's all I'm I'm shooting for. I mean, it, it's something that I definitely when I put it on, you know, I mean, there's so much there's so much everything right now. There's so much everything, and everything is competing against everything else. A Snapple ad is competing against Thor 2, is competing against the Breaking Bad finale, is competing against a new Garfield book, is competing against, you know, a new Lady Gaga record. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not anymore where it's just like, you know, Pepsi versus Coke. It's now everything is versus everything. And above all that noise, when I put on the record, it, it did make me notice it, and it, it did stand out, so... You know, and again, I, this isn't even a question. I'm just letting you guys know that I really fucking love <laughs> See, the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chills, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, that's what we're going for at the end of the day. You made my day now. Yeah. No, and and so I know that there's also a video that you guys were working on, or just finished, or is in the works, or kind of what's going on with that. Well, that's being 
that's being done by Columbia's AMP, I believe, or mm -hmm. Columbia, and yeah. um, they're going to be you know, releasing a music video from one of the songs that we, yeah, I, this I, winter. It's still in the works. We don't have any details, but it will be coming. So which song? Uh, it'll be Devil's Tank. Being done by uh, Product of Mars is the name of the company. Um, yeah, okay. Devil's Sun will be the track. Um, certainly not the entire intro leading up to it, though. I wish. Yeah. I wish. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's seven, so it's long. So it's split up. It, it's not, yeah, because track refraction is supposed to be the intro to Devil's Sun. You see it when we perform it live, but you get two minutes and 35 seconds of greatness. So. <laughs> so what else is on deck for audiences? Now that the record is here, the debut record, Rome, has finally landed. Um, I know you guys are going to do a show tomorrow, but that won't, that'll have already passed, I think, by the time we get this up. So, so what else is on deck for you guys coming up as we go into 2014? Uh, I think just kind of seeing how much we could do with this record, you know, uh, getting kind of regional with it, because we haven't done much of that uh, at all much. We've played a couple shows outside of Chicago, and that's about it. And I think that's, now that we have something to, physical to give out to people along the way, you know, we can go regionally tour around local cities and, you know, just spread the word. That's all. I mean, we were, we were excited about the last record, but not in the same way that we're excited about this one. And I think that you know, when we discussed what we were going to call this record, I think part of the reason we named it Rome was because we wanted to to get off to these far out places, even if even if we couldn't. But I think there's a lot of places that we can go outside of Chicago, and I think that that's going to be part of our adventure here coming up. I think that that's that's sort of what's what's in the works now. The record is called Rome. Audiences is the band. Audiences Music is that the website? Dot com. Yeah, and people can get the record for free from the Bandcamp, right? Yes, that's right. You and then we have the show. Tomorrow at yeah. Township? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it has. Oh, yeah. well. But I'm sure it was great. Yeah. yeah. It was a great, great show. show. Great show. It was a great show. Um, can't say much about the next morning, but <laughs> yeah. it was a great show. Well, I dig it, man. I think that the record is, I've said this in the, in the interview, but it is, it really, like, it made me take notice, and it, it's something that I, I am looking forward to setting aside some actual time to listen to it on its own and not be doing something else way that you used to listen to music when you can just set aside some time and like let it impact you so really great job on this and i'm really excited to see where it takes you and what happens next for audiences so thanks so much guys yeah. this has been the chicagoverse unlimited podcast thanks to billy jesus brian and stefan of audiences for being on the show this week you can find more dynasty podcasts at dynastypodcast.com for the dynamic dynasty my name is Jaime black dynasty descend